and welcome to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and we're going to be discussing some of the hottest, controversial, and in many cases considered taboo topics. We cover every issue you've ever considered, and several you haven't even thought of, from the unique perspective of a conservative atheist. Enjoy! And welcome back to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and I'm joined today again, as always, by my co-host. Brett later. Hey, guys. And today we're talking about Chad Zumach. Chad Zumach. You know, I I know that he had a falling out with Carl and the WATP folks, and obviously I'm a big fan of Carl and WATP. But that set aside, I have uh, criticized Carl about his treatment of... Sorry. Sorry. They just came up here. My apologies. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh, just whatever you guys are making. It's, it's going to be done uh, probably in over an hour, right? What? It's going to be done in probably in over an hour, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever you guys made is fine. I, whatever that crockpot thing is, I'll eat. I didn't know. I, uh, you know, you always have the option of ordering what you like best. Yeah, yeah. And we pay. You just doesn't go on your dad's. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'll, I'll eat that. That beef thing looked pretty good. Yeah. It's going to be done in, in over an hour, right? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I need to do something. John wasn't, uh, your grandpa wasn't sure because he... Oh, yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. She wants you. She wants you to be happy. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Please let me wait for her to shut the door. Okay. Well, sorry. Well, I I yeah. should say that's a. I was going to say tell for them not to bother me, but I did that last time and they still bothered me. <laughs> right. It, it doesn't, they're old. It's not going to do any good. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I, oh, really quickly. I'm wondering if we should specify kind of WTP, kind of Chad Zumok, kind of that's a saga, or you could just say Chad Zumok as well. I guess it doesn't really matter. I, I'll work it out. Okay. Just, okay. Yep. You ready? Oh. Yep. Okay. Three, two, one. And welcome back to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. Writer later. Hey, guys. And today we're talking about Chad Zumok and his conflict with WATP, who are these podcasts, hosted by Carl I- I always get his last name wrong, so they always call him Hamburger, but that's not his that's not his last name. It's a German last name, and I forget exactly how you pronounce it, so I'm just gonna let it slide. Uh basically, I you know, I'm 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 a huge fan of WATP, I'm a huge fan of Carl, 
Uh, I don't deny that. But I have been critical of certain things that Carl and WATP have done in the past, making fun of Opie and his grief over the, his, the death of, um, of Carl. Um, Ruiz? Yeah, Carl, Carl Ruiz. Uh, I, I have come down on him pretty hard on that, and so I'm not, I'm critical. You know, I'm critical of everybody, both friend and foe. But, um, you know, in this particular case, I was trying to give Chad Zumach the benefit of the doubt. But when I was listening to old episodes, and I'm, I'm completely caught up on all of my episodes of WATP now. But when I was listening to old episodes of WATP, I came across the one where, where Chad Zumach was the co-host you know how carl goes through different various co-hosts and i came to that episode and it was a fucking shit show uh you know chad zumach was wasn't playing ball at all he wouldn't let carl finish his sentences he kept talking over top of carl um he kept going off about how much he hated and despised chrissy mayer he kept going off and how he despised this uh, DJ that hasn't been in Cleveland in a long time by the name of Maxwell. He calls himself something else now. Um, and he just, he kept laughing at the top of his fucking lungs while Carl's trying to speak and while they're trying to play clips. And I realized people, you know, people on the show do laugh sometimes during clips a little bit, but he was like laughing like a fucking hyena. I mean, it was the most obnoxious shit. And then when Carl tried to switch to Stuttering John and do this Stuttering John segment, you know, Chad Zumach absolutely refused. Said, you know, Stuttering John was a nice guy. He's always been nice to him. He liked him back when he was in the mid 90s when he was on the Stern show. He retweeted something that, that uh, you know, when uh, Chad Zumach was promoting one of his appearances and that he just thought he was an overall nice guy. Carl tried to take it on the chin. He really did. He tried to, he tried to smile and laugh and say, you know, the one joke was, have you been drinking? Because he kept talking and, and his hatred for Chrissy Mayer is absolutely ridiculous. And so it was, it was the worst I've ever seen. The worst I've ever seen for, I mean, usually the co-hosts, sometimes they're, you know, some are better than others, but this was fucking ridiculous. This was absolutely ridiculous. And eventually, Carl had to say, okay, well, we're just going to wrap it up here. And uh, th I appreciate you coming through with Chad, and uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. And he let go Chad go, and then he finished the show because he, he just had to do it. He couldn't he couldn't finish the show over top of uh, Chad interjecting and, and not allowing him to finish the sentences. Right. So, you know, I, I tried to see both sides. I tried to say, hey, maybe Carl – is just being an asshole to to uh, Chad Zumach for whatever reason. Uh, maybe he's blowing this out of proportion. No, if if nothing else, he's understating it. He's understating what Chad Chad Zumach did. Chad Zumach can go fuck himself. That guy is something else. Yeah, I think there's a couple points to make there, which uh, I I have I have I haven't seen that episode where I guess he just blows up and talks over top of him is just an asshole for the whole thing but uh i i took carl's word at it and obviously given that he had to i guess abruptly cut him off or end the show or i guess kick him off and do the show himself but uh the thing where i think i would maybe disagree with you and i'm not quite sure if we converge on this is that uh everything i've seen of this guy is that uh he seems to be just a total dickhead to a lot of people he seems to be pretty fragile egoed 
I think you can kind of uh, be a little bit more amicable with some people, but uh, that's kind of my take on him. I don't really, it seems that they're trying to make him basically the, I guess the, I guess the figurehead of ridicule now, given that. Yeah, yeah they're, he's trying to, they're trying to slip him in as the possible replacement for Stutter and John if Stutter and John goes away. But yeah. after his performance on the show, he, I think he fits the bill. I don't really think, we had talked about this a little bit before, I don't think he's really that good at this, and I think this shows some of the problems with, uh, I guess, kind of the brand, given that it seems to be that, uh, I mean, I think most of these people are just trolls that just think it's really funny just to fuck with one person constantly and just get an ongoing kind of saga and just follow the derivative stuff, and that's basically what Stutter and John was, and right. that's, uh, I guess he's going to be gone since at least January, or until at least January, or maybe ever, or maybe forever, they have to kind of substitute, and they're doing it with uh, the Chad Zumok guy. I don't think, I think Chad Zumok is a dick. I think he's a pretty fragile ego guy, and that's pretty obvious. I don't really think Chad Zumok is that untalented of a person, though, or at least the level of Stuttering John, where he got, he, he got the most, he got the, some of the best jobs you could get uh, in show business while having no talent. Whereas I, I well, don't, I, I, let me say this. I, I agree with you on your assessment of his talent. I, I, I don't think he's, I don't think his, I don't think he, I think he has some qualities when it comes to being a comedian. Although I have seen some of his stand up where he actually begs people to. The thing. Yeah. I think there's a, a couple things. I will say that I have not seen that much of his standup i have seen the stuff they made fun of him for i i probably should go back because i think i think he actually posts all his uh albums on apple music which i'm not quite sure if it's really that funny or he could he could really be an unfunny comic though i will say for him and obviously this isn't me defending him it's just saying that he's actually done some stuff is that he does actually i think it's called headlining where you're like basically the main opener for i guess whatever the main guy is i'm not quite sure of the stand-up jargon as as i've said before i'm not really that big of a stand-up fan but I think he's actually had success. I mean, he was saying something like he opens for Jim Brewer. He was opening, he's going to open for, I believe, Daniel Tosh uh, next, I guess, in December. And Daniel Tosh is actually a pretty funny comedian, really a funny stand-up, at least when I've seen it. And I think also Jim Florentine. So, I mean, I guess I'd have to watch more, but if he's opening for these kind of bigger people, it seems like he's, they don't view him as just an absolute shit stand-up, you know? I can't actually, which obviously I, I really have to watch more on. I, I don't have enough to watch a judgment. And obviously the stuff they made fun of him for the standup was pretty horrible, but he might not be all around that horrible of a standup, or at least the level of like a stuttering John or a Shuli. I have to go back and look at some of his standup and see if I think some of it's actually funny or if he's all in all just a terrible, just shit standup, to be honest with you. He may be, he may be. I haven't seen a whole lot of funny stuff from him. I, I don't think he's stuttering John level unfunny or obviously um, Tom Myers. Tom Myers is the worst comedian on the fucking planet. So I don't think he's that level, but he may not be that funny, you know? Yeah, which uh, I, I think the only I think obviously they can make fun of some of stand up. I don't really think it's that funny to make fun of uh, somebody stand up. I my kind of take on it is I think WTP where it really kind of flourishes is literally when it's making fun of people's podcasts. And it seems that they're not really making fun of his podcast whatsoever. They're really just going after a standup in a particular stuff that he's done years ago. I know they made fun of uh, his roast thing and whatever that thing where it was like 10, 15 people. I can't remember if they made fun of any of his new album, but uh, 
I have to be honest, I didn't really find it that funny. Or right. That cool. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I didn't either. And uh, I know that they um, they made fun of his 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 podcast a little bit, but not much. Well, not much. They they primarily focus on his stand up. Well, I think the only I will say that the only funny thing I've seen of them making fun of him, or the only thing that uh, I actually cracked me up was this wasn't even his podcast, but some woman interviewed him. And it was the thing where he was talking about his career and somebody asked him he was broke and he showed. He oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I will say that that was actually genuinely funny. That is funny. Yeah, because, well, one of the two things is true. I mean, it could be that he is broken, so he pulls out a bunch of cash, but doesn't really prove anything. Um, I've seen black people that live in, in, in ghetto housing or, you know, and they'll pull out a bunch of ones or 50s or whatever. Okay, well, the, big deal. That's got to last you for a month. I mean, not, not impressed. And that, that might be the situation with him. Or it also shows, and or it shows that he's got a fragile ego. Maybe he does have a decent amount of money, but, but uh, you know, he's so fragile that he's got to prove it. You remember Jay? Remember Jay? I, I had him do that. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> He was on his computer trying to show me his bank statement. Yeah, and his watches and stuff. Right really small apartment which i mean i guess it was manhattan but yeah that, that was good <laughs> yeah uh yeah i like, like i said before i he has a really fragile ego there's no denying that i mean it's it's also kind of enjoyable and this is what they kind of made fun of him for is that uh, he'll take a bunch of snipes at people and emphatically i guess decry people and then and then uh bookend it by saying i don't care after every single fucking sentence you know right I mean, I'm not denying that he's he has a really, really fragile ego, and he, to some extent, I guess, fits the criteria of kind of a good, uh, I don't know, object of ridicule for him or a good kind of figurehead for him to make fun of. The only problem is that I don't think, in particular, this is where I really think the, the crux of it should be, is that uh, if he's a shitty podcaster, which... If you watch him, he's not really that bad at podcasting, you know? No, no, he's not that bad at podcasting. Yeah, he's just not... I mean, this is where I'm kind of taking umbrage with it. Maybe I, I kind of have different ideas or different kind of theories on the motives for this is that, or, or for why he's making fun of, uh, or uh, all of a sudden just making fun of Chad Zumok to the nth degree. And I think the biggest thing, and I don't even think Carl would deny this is that Carl realizes his brand is that he has to find one guy. That's like the main interlocutor that he makes fun of. Right. And this guy, or not everyone's done this because Opie hasn't really reciprocated it, but particularly in stuttering john in this case of stuttering john he just makes fun of him ad nauseum people troll the shit out of him and he pushes back to the nth degree and doesn't ignore it you know yeah uh, for the most part opie completely ignores carl and, and watp yeah which I, I think we've talked about this before but i don't find the opie stuff i haven't find any of the opie stuff that or uh, there was only a, a couple instances that i actually thought it was uh actually entertaining i just basically thought it's that okay, this guy's doing a radio show and he's just not particularly talented, but he's not really being inadvertently funny, which I, I've heard people, as an aside, I've heard people say that uh, that what what they like about Opie is that, uh, I mean, they were such huge fans of, huge fans of Opie and Anthony and yeah. like he was he was one of the mainstays there and to see him just totally suck at podcasting is enjoyable, which I, I guess like maybe I can see how that's the case, you know? I mean, kind of, I, I never listened to Opie and Anthony in the past. I always listened to Howard Stern. And so, you know, I, I never, I never listened to the show. I, I've caught some clips on YouTube, 
that weren't too bad, but I was never a big opiate and Anthony fan. I really didn't care. And, uh, and so I don't really have that knowledge base of what they were like in the past to compare and contrast what, what Opie's like now. Yeah. He's, he's not that good now, but then again, there's a lot of podcasts that WATP uh, reviews that absolutely sucks and is beyond horrible. And yet they're making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. So there doesn't seem to be any, any rhyme or reason to success in podcasting. It really makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. He just kind of seems like a kind of conventional kind of disc jockey that uh, is, you never want to listen to, but it's not like you're going to make fun of him unless you, I mean, maybe call one and troll the shit out of him, but that's kind right. of my stance on him. But uh, I, I think one of the, getting back to my point is that I'm kind of speculating uh, why the hell he's going after Chad Zumok to the nth degree. And obviously the big, re the biggest reason for it is, is just that he, he realizes that he has to have one guy, main guy to make fun of. I mean, he's literally said if stuttering John Lou, if stuttering John leaves, he's going to lose Patreon subscribers and right. he's going to have to downgrade to some extent. But the problem with Chad Zumok, and this is where, where I, I don't know if he'll keep making fun of him. And this is where I question is that, Yes, he's he's a fragile ego kind of I'm sure he's a total asshole and he was an asshole to him, but he's not really that bad at podcasting, you know. So the question for me is, why the hell are you still making fun of him? You know, or at least to the extent that. He's well, because part of it, part of it is he wants to replace John. And part of it is, is that he really, really fucking pissed off Carl. Now, replacing John, I don't know how how well that's going to work with trying to put Zumak in the place. I don't really know how well that's going to work, but him being pissed off enough to go after Zumok after his appearance on the show, I totally understand that. You got to go back and listen to that episode. It's unfucking believable. Yeah, I guess this is where I think the the dis, this is where we really diverge, and that I just don't think it bodes that well for him if a guy that was just a total dick to him he now wants to go after him. In that, I think uh, this was this was like a whole nother <laughs> level. I think you're just really sacrificing the quality of the show. And I, to me, it just seems it just seems like, I mean, I mean, it's definitely the case that he's caught his ire. But at a certain point, it could also just become kind of petty, you know? Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's all of it's petty, but that's the whole point of the show. But as far as, uh, and, and, you know, um, uh, Carl decides who he wants to go after, who he doesn't. There's some points that the Chad Zumach and, and, and Stunner and John make about how he doesn't want to piss off people that are, uh, you know, that are tied with um, Anthony. That There's some truth to that. Because, uh, you know, oh, uh, Chrissy Mayer, she fucked um, Carl over several times, pulled all, signs, all sorts of shit. And Carl made up with Chrissy Mayer when she got on and got a show on Anthony Cumia's Compound Media. Right. He actually contacted her and said, "Let's get let's try to get along." Yeah. And, and now he sings her praises all the time. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, he he literally made fun of her stand up and how shitty he is. And I've we've also made the point that uh, he Carl probably recognizes that or realizes that Shirley's a fucking horrific stand up. He know? has to. He has and to. He, there's, no, there's no way he doesn't know. I, I just think that I think the point we made is that. You know, you probably shouldn't be making fun of Stuttering John's stand up with Shirley. That's gonna come. That's gonna come off as pretty rich, you know. Right. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I think this is kind of where I'm somewhat defending or not defending Chad Zumok. I think Chad Zumok's assessment of why he's making fun of him could be somewhat correct in that in that if you look at Chad Zumok, I guess before all of this, and obviously this is all kind of retorted drama that I guess of some extent paid attention to because I find Anthony Cumia entertaining, but it's also just very lowest common denominator, just somewhat interesting to look at is that. You know, I think Anthony Cumia is funny. I, I just don't think he's that funny. He's okay. I think he's pretty fucking funny, but I guess my point is and why I'm, I think Chad Zumok's basically suggested this for why he's making fun of him is that Anthony Cumia, uh, has really taken umbrage with Chad Zumok and they've kind of uh, beefed. So I think uh, Carl, Carl could have very well thought that, okay, well, I need a new person to go out, go at uh, ad nauseum, go after ad nauseum rather. So why not just do this guy that uh, is, is an enemy or I guess uh, that a guy that I really uh, admire has a vendetta against it. Why don't I do that? And I think, well, yeah, a- think, think, think about it this way. He's got a problem with, with, with uh, a lot of people that are connected with Anthony, not just Anthony, but also Chrissy Mayer, Anthony, um, and some of the other people that work for, work for Anthony. On top of that, he, he did that shit on, on Carl's show and he needs another stuttering John. So it, it kind of all comes together. Yeah. But I, I guess my point is, is that to what extent is like, I guess Anthony Cumia and people in that milieu, I guess, hating him, part of the equation for him doing this. Oh, I think it's a big part. And I think the point is, is that, uh, I mean, if that's, if that's ultimately, I guess, what's driving this, or that's, that's probably like the, maybe that's the sufficient condition that makes it such that he goes after Chad Zumok. Doesn't that show on some level that he's kind of, I guess, a bit of a sycophant to Anthony? And that, yeah, of course, his approval. Absolutely. Of course. I, I've assumed that from the very beginning. Yeah, which I think is the one thing people have always accused him of. And obviously, in the case of Stuttering John, he would make fun of him, whether or not Anthony Cumia liked it. But I feel like that's kind of what's driving that. I feel like that's a big thing driving this or him him making fun of Chad Zumok. And I feel like the problem is, and I think this is another thing I'm wondering, I guess, because it's really just not that interesting. And I wonder if it's the case that uh, it doesn't really matter as much what the listeners think. And it's just that if he can get affirmation from, I guess, someone like Anthony Cumia, then he'll do it because that's the guy he really looks up to and that it doesn't really matter as much as the listeners think. And it could also be, and this is another point I've kind of qualms if we flesh this out a little bit, is that to what extent is it really just, are the fans of WETP just really just, just followers and herd animals and if if Carl makes fun of someone, they're just going to think it's funny, you know. Yeah, of course, it's a it's a hundred percent that. So I've listened to all of WATP's backlog, and so we're talking about wow. I mean, some of those WATP episodes last over three hours. Some of them are an hour, some are forty minutes, forty five minutes. The early ones, and I've listened to all of them. I mean, some of them don't get me wrong. I listen them in the middle of the night, and I'll go to sleep to them, so I don't hear the whole thing. But I've listened to all the ba- and there's like what we're, they're approaching 400 episodes, so I've completely caught up. I'm getting kind of burned out on WATP. It's not nearly as funny as it was. It's getting kind of old. Yeah, I, I guess it kind of goes to my point is that uh, th- th- obviously there's a couple of points to make here to really flesh this out. But one of the things I've noticed is that Carl's just particularly good at. I mean, he's what does he called it? Just kind of laugh and smile. Yeah, yeah, small talker. He's really good at this kind of morning zoo thing where the show is just very kind of hyped up, very animated, you know? Right. Which, 
you, you, people can really lose touch of that. Uh, what he's saying is really not that funny. And I found with Chad Zumok, where something in particular kind of underscored that, uh, I think from the most recent episode, I think it was called like Tattooed Squid or something, <laughs> where uh, I guess Chad Zumok did a live stream and this one went on for hours and they, it, this tells you everything you need to know because they only clipped about like 30 seconds of him talking, you know, right. that uh, he's not, he's not just kind of like some, inadvertently funny goof like uh stuttering john is but well if there if there was more they would have clipped more yeah which stuttering john you can find so much shit there i mean right there were one of the major channels would literally i think the the guy who does the 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 questions for him or the or the the things like oh who said it's the, the the oh yeah cardiff electric yeah that guy would, when he made fun of Stuttering John, he would literally just play the whole episode through and he would be able to pause, make a comment every 10, 15 seconds, you know? Right. I, I guess my point here is that uh, with, Chad's, with Chad Zumok, I, I thought there was something that underscored it. And Chad Zumok basically said something like, look, people like, people like Joe Rogan and huge comics know my name. You know, I've had some success. And then I think Carl tried to say, he's like, oh, well, look, that's stupid. What does that even matter? And I'm like, uh, that probably actually matters and actually confer status on you as a comedian, you know? Right. You're just trying to like take something. I, I, well, I mean, let me, let me see this. They know his name because he was associated with the Howard Stern show. No, not Chad Zumok. Oh, I not, thought you said stuttering John. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Chad Zumok. But his point was basically that uh, he's like, look, I open for pretty major comedians and I, people, huge comedians know my name and I've talked to them, you know, that shows yeah. I've had, some success and Carl's basically just like, yeah, that's just a stupid thing to say. And I mean, I guess maybe you could argue it shows fragile ego, but it's probably the case that that's true. And yeah, there's, there's some, there's some truth to it. It's like, it's like the stupid thing when people say, um, somebody tries to claim that somebody's a racist and the person says, well, I've got black friends and they're like, Oh, you've got black friends. Ho, 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 ho. Well, no, that, that actually makes sense. That's a, that's a good response. Uh, you think I'm racist. Well, then if I'm so racist, why do I have black friends? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good analogy, and that's something that people, people are just so fucking stupid. I mean, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you go, you, let me guess, you got black friends." Yeah, that's that's what that kind of negates what you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I've thought about that point. By the way, I, I have no black friends. <laughs> just, to, <laughs> just, to, just to clarify, right? Yeah, I, that that's a really good analogy. Which I guess it kind of gets to the gist of what I'm kind of saying with Carl is. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, you cut out for a second, but yes, can you hear me? I can hear you. I guess it kind of gets to the. I guess it kind of gets to the gist of what I disagree with Carl, or I guess my main qualm with WATP is that they'll make something. They're like, "Oh, well, that's ridiculous. You shouldn't say that." Blah blah blah, and they'll basically just make a trope out of it when it's really the case that what they said, if you actually parse it out, it actually has some validity to it, and it's not really. It shouldn't be an object of ridicule or something that you can lampoon. Right. Uh, one where one where he really did this, and this is a while back, but he did one on pedophiles, or which I guess they had a it was a pedophile podcast, and it was I mean obviously it's pedophiles, so everyone's going to be disgusted by it, but it was basically a guy going over how he tries to basically quell his desires, you know, and it was these people, and at one point one of them said something like, "Oh well, I have to be sure, make sure you if you go to a park, make sure that you can handle having kids there, you know." And they're yeah. like, oh, what fucking idiots, what fucking idiots. And I'm like, if you're a pedophile, you're probably going to have to be mindful of that, you know? Which... Well, yeah, but the guy was saying stuff like him and his mom were joking. His mom would joke with him. Did you see that, you little boy? Yeah, I, 
don't get I me mean, wrong. What the fuck? Well, hold on. I mean, forget about the pedophile. Think what what the fuck's wrong with his mom? No, don't get me wrong. There was that was a funny episode, and there was there was stuff that they could definitely ridicule, but there was also stuff in there where they're just basically, oh well, this guy's a pedophile, so whatever you say is going to sound weird. When right. what they were saying was actually, I mean, as disgusting as it is on some level, and the pedophilia is obviously disgusting. What he was saying actually had some validity and shouldn't have been ridiculed, you know. Well, if he's trying not to offend, then that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not quite sure what you meant by that. Well, if he, what do you mean? I mean, if he if he's going out of his way to be cautious so that he doesn't tempted to do something yeah, to a child, point. that's a good thing. Yeah, that's my point. They were basically going over like a checklist of what you need to do, and that's probably not a bad thing. And they were just making fun of it. I'm like, well, that just shows that you're just trying to make a trope out of this, and there's really no substance to it otherwise. You know? Right. And I think that's kind of the the, the problem with Chad Zumok is that is or kind of this ongoing saga is that he's definitely he's definitely fragilely good and he'll say stupid shit, but he's really not that untalented, you know, and you're going to have to really kind of grasp at straws to make fun of his podcast and say that it's bad, you know? Right. But, uh, I, I just have no sympathy for him after, after his performance on the show, I have zero sympathy for him. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely, as, as I've said, and obviously you're not contesting this whatsoever, but, He's definitely a dick. He's definitely a fragile ego. And obviously having a fragile ego can make you do some pretty inadvertently funny things. But he's just he's not really a stuttering John. I think they've even tried to suggest this to some extent is that he's not talented like stuttering John is where that's not really founded, you know? Yeah. But uh, that is one of the things that I kind of wonder about this, which I mean, maybe it kind of shows the the futility of this kind of model or what they're doing and that it's. I mean, we've kind of, I think we, the kind of umbrage we've taken with this is that it's probably just a troll podcast. Yeah. There's really not sub- much substance to it other other than that. Anyway, you kind of try to splice it up. But the problem is, is that when you, like with Stuttering John, Stuttering John's just perfect because he's just such an unintentionally funny guy. And he got, he had so many, so many great jobs in show business while not really being talented whatsoever. And just an alcoholic and basically everything else you want to say to him. You know? Yeah, he fell he fell ass backwards into all sorts of money. Uh, you know, when he went, was working for Jay Leno, he worked for Jay Leno for like, what was it 10, 11, 12 years, something like that. And, uh, and he, uh, when he did this, he was making $500,000 a year. Yeah. Well, so you figure just 10 years, I think it was like 12 years, but just 10 years, you know, that's $5 million. I mean, if you if you take care, good care of it, right? If you take good good care of it, and you you manage your money. I mean, that should set you up for life. Yeah, well, yeah, that kind of that kind of jumped in my mind. And another point I wanted to make about starting or kind of WTP or kind of the currency of WTP is that I was noticing that with with uh, I guess Stuttering John did a interview with a radio station in Iowa and I guess he was performing stand up there and they really put an emphasis on trying to make, or I guess make fun of it. And they went over all aspects of it and really kind of, uh, they really kind of droned on about this and it kind of goes to show that that interview wasn't really that funny or I don't think was that much of like an object of ridicule because he's kind of just saying the same dumb shit that he said or kind of the same kind of tacky, hacky jokes, you know, which it shows that they're so desperate. They're so desperate to get kind of their, their, I don't know, 
I guess they're, I guess they're a money cow pack that they'll go to the end degree. They'll, they'll make fun of anything he does, even though it's not really that funny, you know, which right. I remember I even tweeted at stuttering John, the stuttering John account. I don't know if he saw this, but uh, I said, you know, if you really want to get back at these people, they're, these people are basically just making a living, making fun of you, you know, and for whatever reason, you're just unintentionally funny, which if you really want to get back at them, just don't go live anymore, you know, just right. stick, which I mean, if you really, it, it, it's kind of like that adage that uh, the best revenge is a good life, which the best revenge for John is just not interacting with them. And then those people are fucked because they've already built, some of those people have already built kind of a career around him. Like someone like Shuli, who really the only, really got huge uh, recently just making fun of him. Shuli will be absolutely fucked if Sunder and John leaves, you know? That was right. really the only thing he was good at. Which, that, that kind of reminds me of another point. Uh, you referenced it a little bit before with the, uh, I, I guess with uh, uh, Chad Zumok and how he, he if he hates someone, he's just going to hate them to the nth degree and say they're unfunny. Even though someone like Chrissy Mayer, that's, uh, she can actually be somewhat funny in conversation. I will say that uh, I did find with Chad Zumok, and this is a point they kind of astutely made, is that uh, Chad Zumok, if he's, if he's in good graces with someone, he'll defend them to the nth degree. And what I found is that he was saying with Shuli, he's like, yeah, I, I guess he didn't fight or he hasn't uh, had a conflict with Shuli. And he was saying that, yeah, Shuli is actually a great, Shuli is actually a great standup. And I'm like, okay, well now I know you're a bullshitter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. We've heard Stooley, Stooley. We've heard Shuli's uh, standup and it's, it's absolutely fucking horrible. And I wanted it to be funny because I thought that Shuli was funny on the, on WATP. And so, and, and, but you know, uh, Oh crap. What's her name on, uh, on Radio Gunk said it was fucking horrible and he was a hack. Monique. Huh? Monique. Yeah, Monique. And so again, I don't take other people's word for things. I check it out. And I checked out his stand-up, his best stuff that he released, and it was fucking horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah. So, kinda... I'm sorry, but it just is. I wish I could say something different. To be honest with you, though, a lot of people think Artie Lang is funny. Artie Lang is not funny. His stand-up comedy is not funny. His 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 uh, position in what they call the Jackie chair, that's funny. Jackie Martling is not funny. He's not a funny guy. When he tells his stupid fucking one-liner jokes, he's not funny. But it, and how uh, when he played the role... On the Howard Stern show, he was funny. Uh, again, Artie Lang taking over his position was funny. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, we were just talking about him. Shuli or Zumar? Shuli. Shuli taking the position of, of Jackie or Artie Lang uh, on, on, the, on WATP was funny. It's very funny. He's very funny in that role. But as a stand-up comedian or as trying to host his own podcast, he sucks. He's fucking horrible. Right. And I, I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. Yeah. Monique is right about that. Shuli is fucking awful. And, you know, the, the Carl knows that because I've said in the past, when, when uh, Carl was on Monique's show and Monique said that, Carl didn't really give any pushback. Right. Because Carl has to know it's true. Yeah, and obviously we've kind of made the point where that becomes a little bit rich uh, uh, when he starts making fun of stuttering John's stand-up with Shuli, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Chrissy Mayer is not funny. 
and her podcast is fucking horrible. Horrible. Right. So it is what it is, man. It's, I mean, people are brutal. I can't think of what the guy's name is, the guy with the shaved head that's on Anthony Cumia's show. Um, fuck, I can't think what he is. But he's very effeminate. I can't remember. But you know who I'm talking about? I don't. I think I might know the name. I'm, I'm kind of Him scared. and Chad Zumach had a show together, I believe. Oh, Kevin Brennan. Kevin Brennan, he is a fag. If he's not a fag, he's 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 good at pretending. He is he is a sissy. He really is. He's very effeminate. And the idea that he's a tough guy, I, I just don't get it. I don't know if he's ever claimed to be a tough guy, which uh, I will say that Kevin Brennan. Well, he's went after people physically. I've seen that. Yeah. I will say Kevin Brennan, though. Kevin Brennan is funny in conversation. He's actually not a bad stand up. I've actually, I didn't realize this. I actually saw him perform stand up live and he was actually really funny. <laughs> he's one of those guys that definitely has not aged well. I, I, you see his, when you see his early pictures, he doesn't even look like the same guy. Yeah. Which, uh, I, I think Chad Zumok, where I think he first got big at podcasting, was being on with Kevin Brennan, and he had some sort of weird falling out with him, and now they're in good graces again, Or which I will say is probably a pretty flaky thing. Right. I, I think another thing, and they pointed this out, is that, uh, like, I guess Chad Zumok, as far as just being a flake, is that, uh, I, I guess at one point he... I mean, this doesn't really seem to make sense because he was saying that, uh, oh, well, my friend got in an accident, so donate to the Patreon, which is exactly what John did, which, <laughs> one, one, if it's if it's not true, then it's basically some sort of, like, charity scam. And two, it makes no sense because if it is, it makes no sense. It, it doesn't make sense why you do that because you have to pay taxes on it, you know? Yeah, why not create a GoFundMe? Everybody knows about GoFundMe. Everybody trusts GoFundMe. So just make a goddamn GoFundMe. It's not that difficult. Yeah. It, there's also another thing that uh, I will say that uh, I guess people are speculating on. I don't really find that interesting, but I guess he got he claimed to have been in a car accident and people are saying that uh, it didn't happen. He's just using it to draw up sympathy, which I don't really know if that's true. But uh, I don't know either, but he's somebody that I don't think is really reliable. And so anything's possible. And he did steal all those credit cards, and that wasn't that long ago. And he's still yeah. in some legal trouble for that. I guess it's been, been drawn out in court cases. Yeah, or at least I think that's what he's... He, or he, he claims that uh, he can talk about it in two months, so... <laughs> but, Might be from a jail cell. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Well, should... if it, let me put it to you this way: If it's taking this long to do the to adjudicate the case, it means that they want to put him in jail, and he's fighting that. Yeah, I guess that could be. Because other, I mean... other, otherwise, it would have been already wrapped up, uh, wrapped up by now. Right. Yeah. Another thing, I I, I guess, kind of pivoting a bit. So, another thing I've, I found about Chad Zumok, and this kind of shows that the absurdity in a lot of this is that. Chad Zumok just did an interview with the the Cardiff Electric guy. Uh, I guess the guy who was a potato, and I guess he's kind of integral to what W. <laughs> does. But, yeah, it's all part of that. But he's not really. The problem is, is that I mean, this maybe this is kind of I, I don't quite know what to say about this, but Chad Zumok did not come off looking bad in that interview. He no, kind of not just, at all. 
yeah, he just kind of looked somewhat charismatic and actually, it was actually relatively entertaining. And that kind of gets to the problem of this is that he's not, a, he's not, an, he's not an untalented person. He's not someone who's going to say a lot of inadvertent, uh, he's not going to be inadvertently funny in that he's just goofing on him. He's ultimately just goofing on himself, you know? Right. And I mean, he, Carl tried to say that, oh, that's a good thing. And I'm like, well, one, I think it probably just says that uh, the problem with you guys is that you guys are doing troll things. You guys are just uh, malicious trolls, but you're not confrontational at all. So if you get a guy like that who doesn't mind being confrontational, you guys are just going to look like the biggest pussies in the world, you know? Right, right. Which I think that's going to be something that... Uh, is going to be a problem for Carl, <laughs> Carl, which is something that I found in that uh, maybe he even conceived this is that he's not a naturally confrontational person. You know, no. huh. he's just kind of like a, he really is just kind of like a wimpy, a wimpy kind of guy, especially when uh, somebody confronts him. He did. There, get, there's uh, been people that have said, don't you dare talk this kind of shit about my podcast. And he, he wimped out and didn't do it. Yeah. I will give him some credit though. Speaking on this, uh, I guess uh, we were on this uh, note. It's uh, I remember him, uh, 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 the Ethan Ralph guy tried to intimidate him and he just totally debased the shit out of him. And you could tell that uh, Ethan Ralph is really kind of becoming insecure where he just basically told him, uh, <laughs> okay. I have two shits about you, which it, it could have also been there that, that uh, the reason why Carl handled that so well is because he genuinely does not give two shits about Ethan Ralph and he's not someone who he spends time on, you know? Yeah, Ethan Ethan Ralph is is just a trailer park trash piece of shit, and nobody should spend two seconds on that guy. And why why um why Dick keeps having him on the Dick Show? I have no idea. Yeah, there's a there's a couple people. Uh, I've, I've listened to the Dick Show. I'm not a big fan. I don't think it's that funny. Right, but it, this is another thing where Chad Zumok. I mean, we we said before that. Uh, Chad Zumach made the point that uh, he's ultimately kind of a sycophant to, uh, to to Anthony Cumia, and I think there might be some validity to that. But Chad Zumach has also said that this might not totally hurt me because you're gonna, I'm gonna be totally in the limelight on this, and I could ultimately just be getting more fans from this, you know? Which is true. See- That's very yeah. possible. It's very possible that people are gonna, people like me who don't take doesn't just take everybody's word for it is going to check out Chad Zumach and make their own decision whether they think he's funny or not. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I guess you'd have to question to what extent this even matters, but, I mean, if he just wants to troll and fuck with people and that's his brand and he ultimately just drums up Chad Zumach, it seems like you're kind of fucking up with what you're trying to do, you know? Right. The question is to what extent that would even matter, but, I mean, it, it makes me, like, with, with Stuttering John so many people just make fun of him and they go through every single derivative thing in his life. And it just becomes the stupid saga. And they're doing that. They're trying to do that. With Chad Zumok. And I, I should say that uh, they've done that with people like Tony Michaels, that guy who was host with uh, stuttering John. And that was great. That guy is a, right. That guy's like a wimpy piece of shit. And that guy, <laughs> he talks a lot of shit. But he is ridiculous. Yeah, that was, that was great. But, the problem with the uh, once again with someone like Chad Zumok is that, uh, well, yes, he's he can be a fragile ego. He can have a really fragile, or he has a really fragile ego. He's definitely a fucking asshole, but he's just not really. He's not really. There's not enough to actually just ridicule him and just kind of rake him over the coals, you know. Given that he's not going to do just really untalented shit, you know. Right, right. Well, the, the thing is with uh, with Tony Michaels. Tony Michaels 
likes to talk a good game. His drive-through videos were absolutely fucking ridiculous. So goddamn ridiculous. They were comedy gold, but not in the way he wanted them to be. Yeah. And I laughed my ass off, not because I thought Tony Michaels was funny, but because I thought he was ridiculous. That the other thing that was gold, and I think this might have been this might have been the greatest thing I've, I've ever seen on WATP, is when they find an old podcast he did where I guess he would walk, go on walks, and talk about stuff. And <laughs> he was, uh, he was, uh, he was really talking. Uh, he was talking about some. Uh, I guess it was like some marketing thing. Yeah. And he was saying how great it was, and the whole time Carl was just saying how retarded it is that that he thinks this is great. And there's one particular moment that I thought was hilarious is that he was talking about how great the guy who did this was or the guy, the marketing guy and yeah. the accomplishment that he brings up is that he created the software. So it's ultimately just the thing he did great is very circular and that it's just, he created the software and do anything else, you know, which basically just says retards like you think this is in retards. Like you think this is great. And it doesn't really say anything about anything else, you know? Right. That, that was absolutely hilarious when they were making fun of that guy. Yeah. I, I want to do a show on, uh, Oh, Oh, Jada. With who? Oh, Jada. I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, Richard Ojeda. Or Richard Ojeda. Oh, 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 but it's actually Ojeda. Yeah, I think I think you pronounce it Ojeda because that's that, that's the way he's pronounced it. But I would think it would be Ojeda, but I guess that would be kind of like the Spanish uh, pronunciation. But yeah, Richard Ojeda. Um, I, I really I've seen some videos of him talking. He is an absolute foaming at the mouth fucking lunatic, and I really want to dig into him. <laughs> I think he's. I think he'll absolutely. I think his goddamn head will explode. Yeah, I should say. I think another thing that was hilarious when they're making fun of Tony Michaels and the kind of these uh, extemporaneous podcast is that he was he had this idea of like collecting rain, and huh. first he's like, "Oh, well, you could just leave out a bucket," and then he's like, "Oh, well, you could actually just make a pool of rain." He's like, "Wait, what are you? What the fuck are you talking about?" You know, <laughs> I can't remember exactly, but it was fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah. Those are, those are kind of great, but uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, I guess the, I guess I don't even know to what extent we disagree. It's that uh, I understand, I accept that he's an asshole and is probably a dick to him. I just don't think it makes for, I don't think it makes for a good podcast to make fun of him or for him to be the main figurehead that, uh, or main figurehead of ridicule, you know. And I, I'm not quite sure. You seem to be suggesting that. Uh, well, he's a fucking asshole to him, so it's somewhat founded, and it's kind of a wash past that. But I, I don't, I really don't agree with you there, and I'm not quite sure if that's. Yeah, I think it's. That. I think it's a wash. I, I don't think it's going to be one big deal. I don't. I don't. Do I think it's going to be as popular as fucking with Stuttering John? No, of course not. Stuttering John is the ultimate fool. Uh, well, he he's actually not even the ultimate fool. The ultimate fool is probably um, oh uh, Tom Myers. Or the guy they call the guy with fucking a thousand different names, Patty C Cups, um, you know all, all the different Seamus McKillian, whatever the hell his name is, all the crazy names he comes up with. That guy is the ultimate fool. Yeah, but, uh, but Stuttering John has become a very popular person to make fun of, and uh, I, I don't think that Zumok making fun of Zumok is going to reach that level. I really don't. But I don't think it's going to hurt anything. Yeah, I just I like mean, Opie. I don't I don't think I don't think I don't think it makes any more sense to make fun of Opie than it does to make fun of Chad Zumach. But there's a lot of people that love it. Yeah, which I it kind of that kind of segues with the point I wanted to make and we've touched on this a little bit, but 
to what extent are people just going to like this and it's just going to show that the herd animals and as long as it's implied that uh, Carl's really fucking with this guy and raking them over the coals. They're, and... they're going to love it. They're going to love it. They're, they are herd animals. People are herd animals and they do anything that anybody else says do or, or does. That's why trends exist. Why do you think trends exist? You know, somebody wears a, you know, back in the eighties, Don Johnson would wear his, sports jackets uh, with a t-shirt and 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 push his sleeves up on the sports jacket up his forearms so every fucking asshole on the planet was walking around in, in the sports jacket with a t-shirt under it and uh the sleeves pushed up people are fucking stupid people are people they simply they're a herd animal they, they follow the ass of the of the person in front of them without thinking or without hesitation and uh it just is what it is there's no point in fighting it I'm not that way, and there's a lot of people that aren't that way, but but most people are, and uh, it, it just is what it is. There's no changing it. Yeah, I I guess my point there, and it's it's not totally uh, it's not total it doesn't totally comport with what I was saying about herd animals, but uh, it seems to be that as long as Carl can seemingly make it seem like he's just raking someone over the coals and that he's really getting them, that these people will, I guess, get into it to the nth degree, which. Uh, I, it feels like they'll try to do that with uh, Zumok, which I remember him saying stuff like, oh, well, you can look at him live streaming and he blocked me and uh, Chad Zumok is shaking on this live stream, which I guess you could argue that if you're actually making someone shake, then you, you are in effect really fucking with them, you know? Right. Or, well, he was getting interviewed and maybe he's just a person that has a nervous habit of shaking. Yeah. I've known people like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him because he said he met his father and his father had this that he had never known his father. He met his father. And while he's talking to his father, he noticed that his father shakes his leg the way he does. That's interesting. I that brings up another question, which uh, I remember when they were bringing the I guess the I can't remember which interview this was where he was talking about his father. Did you think it was uh, do you think he crossed a line by saying that, oh, that's because your dad doesn't give a fuck about you? Or do you think that's more so just dumb kind of tacky jokes and it's whatever? That's kind of crossing the line. OK. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crossing the line, I think. I couldn't because I was I was thinking about that and it kind of goes back to our main point is that is he just this nasty troll and there's really no substance behind a substance other than that? I was thinking when he said stuff like that, I'm like. I mean, I guess maybe you can kind of joke that, oh, well, your dad left you because he didn't because he knew better or something. But when they just go like on and on about this, it's like, what are you guys doing? You know, right. It's like, what's the point of this? It's it just makes them look like just kind of petty fools. Yeah, it does. It does. And then that's the whole point, you know, for a long time. And, and that's one of the reasons why that Kevin left the show. Kevin wasn't like that. Kevin would joke and, and you know. They would review podcasts and talk about how crappy they were. But he wasn't mean and hateful the way Carl is. He just wasn't. And so that's one of the reasons why he left the show. He didn't have to leave the show. Yeah, he moved out of Rochester, but he and he lived in different areas. But he was still on the show, you know, and he just decided he didn't want to do it anymore. Right. I mean, you and I live in different parts of the country, and some of my other co-hosts live in different parts of the world. And we all still get together and do shows. So he just decided one day that he just did not want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not that far away right now, but uh, we have been. Right. But uh, well, we've got one, one guy that's in, in Europe, one guy that's in South America and, and you and I are in the you know, U S but we're pretty good distance apart. 
Yeah. At least we we usually are. We're a little bit closer right now, but usually we're pretty pretty far apart. Yeah. I, so dis distance when it comes to the internet means nothing. Right. I I think one of the things that uh, I guess this kind of goes back to why we like him is that it, it could just be kind of the just the pure browbeating that I kind of enjoy and. I, I don't think it's just mere, just merely just browbeating. I think it's browbeating, but these people are also the biggest fucking shitheads in the world. You know, right, right. I kind of get a kick out of that, and I think we're kind of the same. And you do have to wonder to what extent is that just a really, really, really nasty quality? <laughs> you know, and you're just going to get a lot of fuck ups. Which, I mean, I mean, maybe we're saying that. Uh, I, I guess kind of our take on it is that uh, I guess we somewhat accept the trolling, or obviously this is my take on it. I. I accept that it's kind of trolling. I just think it has to be substantive trolling. It can't just be you're just making fun of someone to make fun of them and just saying the nastiest shit possible, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, full disclosure, I, I, I'm, I, I can be a bit of a what people call a troll. And I've fucked with people to the point where they were in tears. And I've fucked with people to the point where they wanted to kill me. There, there's no doubt about it. I've taken shit too far in the past. I try not to. I try to draw a certain line and not go over that line. But I, I, have I ever done it? Yes. Right. Which, I, would, I would be a liar if I said I didn't. Right. Which I think the difference is, is that uh, with Carl, it seems like if he gets the opportunity where a lot of like the stuttering John stuff, it's that, uh, I mean, he didn't really talk about his kids that much. It's not quite sure if he wanted to or if he just realized like, look, if I talk about his kids, that's going to be the main point he's going to make about me. So I can't do that because it's just going to be too odious. But well, sometimes, he, sometimes he does, though. Yeah, he would. I mean, people would say like uh, something they would occasionally reference like his kid being trans or something. And he would yeah. somewhat laugh about that. And he'd be saying like, oh, well, I don't think that's funny. And I'm like, or I don't really want to talk about that, even though he laughs. And you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he's made, a, he's made a few comments here and there. Yeah, but I guess my main point is, it seems like if he has the opportunity to say something really fucked up that just him trolling people, he'll do it, you know? Yeah, right. And I've kind of find that with Zumok, where where Zumok will say something kind of personal, and I guess he, or I guess particularly the dad thing, I can't remember if he said something else, but he's also done it other times where he'll just, like, he, it's no holds barred. He'll just say the, he'll just say the most fucked up thing possible, you know? Right. Which, I don't know, I'm not to... Don't be wrong. I, I don't mind trolling people. And Zumok, Zumok definitely deserves some ridicule because he'll do some stupid shit. And but he's once again, he's just not really that untalented <laughs> to where right. it's really worth mocking him to the extent that they do. You know, you can only make fun of him for saying he doesn't care too much. Too, he, he doesn't care when he obviously does so many times before it just kind of becomes trite, you know. Right. Well, you definitely can't say I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Because. If you put that much effort into saying you don't care and you spend 10 or 15 or 20 minutes talking about how much you don't care, you obviously care. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, people, that... people do that with me with Twitter. I'll say something and they won't like it or whatever. And they'll, they'll just like go cope totally crazy. And halfway through it, they'll be like, oh, I don't care. Well, then why are you going off like a fucking maniac if you don't care? Yeah. I <laughs> Maybe this is kind of where obviously you genuinely don't care. I find that when I'm doing something online and something bothers me, that uh, the one stance is always that, no, this actually does bother me. I probably shouldn't be on here. You know? Yeah. I, I could not tell you that. I couldn't tell you a time when I cared. <laughs> I've thought about it. And I, I can't think of a time where I was truly upset about something on the internet. 
Yeah. But I've said that I was going to say that uh, you're, you're truly unique and that you truly don't care. But uh, I found that there are times that I care about something and my first reaction is not to say I don't care. It's just say it's to basically react that if this bothers me, I probably shouldn't be on here. You know, right. Right. I mean, I I find that uh, that's probably the best recourse that you could have. And maybe it shows, I don't know, maybe it shows some sort of weakness, but the people that just say they don't care, that really is just a just blowhard kind of dumbass thing to do. Or obviously isn't necessarily a blowhard, but for probably someone like Chad Zumok, it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, you know, I don't go around saying I don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> if somebody asked me if I cared, I'd be like, no, not really. But yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not constantly announcing whether I care or not. I just make my arguments and let other people make their arguments and and let that be that. But yeah, if you're if you're getting emotional, or you're getting upset, or it's bothering you, then it, it might be time to disengage and shut your phone off and watch some TV or something. Yeah, <laughs> right. Which uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Carl should take that stance that uh, if someone genuinely bothers you <laughs> and they caught your eye, or it could be that uh, it's not the best thing to kind of go at them ad nauseum. And it might say <laughs> it might be a good. It might be the best. The best recourse might be just to essentially just ignore them or maybe take some snipes at them, but don't go after them at nausea. You know, it doesn't yeah. make it look good, which uh, I, I should say another thing that I'm wondering about this, cause he's talking or Chad Zumok's just uh, ultimately just talking a bunch of shit about these people, given that uh, he's now in the limelight to, uh, I guess with these trolls, but uh, yeah. he keeps here. And I'm wondering if some of it's true. Cause he's saying that uh, the woman lives with, I guess, I guess now her fiance and they live at their mom, they live at, or she lives with her mother or her future mother-in-law and father-in-law. Mm. And I was wondering if that's actually true, <laughs> you know? Wow. I, I, I didn't hear that part. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I did. But yeah, she's, she's upset two people that I know of. She's, a, she's extremely upset, uh, Ethan Ralph. And she extremely upset, uh, obviously stuttering John. And apparently she's gotten under um, Chad Zumach's skin. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the video where she upset Ethan Ralph? Oh, yeah, of course. We played it on here. That's right. And then uh, with the stuttering John, you know, did you? I didn't didn't know you dabbled in comedy. (laughs) And uh, then, of course, um, Chad Zumach, which he absolutely fucking despises her. Yeah, which uh, you do have to wonder how she pissed off, how she managed to piss off so many people. Which uh, I I I don't know. Her his uh, his hatred of her is probably unfounded. It's probably just him just being really fragilely good. It doesn't even really make sense why she doesn't why uh, the backstory to why uh, he doesn't like her from his account makes no fucking sense. Do you remember what his backstory was on why he doesn't like her? Because I don't, I don't remember. I think he was saying stuff like, oh, she was fucking with his career, just talking, or he, she was trying to fuck with his career and talking a bunch of shit, which doesn't make any sense. And it's probably just that uh, she said something that, uh, or I, I don't know, irked him and that he just made her, he just made her his enemy, which. Uh, well, I know that, I know that I, now that you're saying that, I do remember him saying something about she had talked to the people at different venues that had him set up as one of the comedians on stage and that she got that she convinced them to cancel him yeah i don't know how how that would that would piss me off 
Yeah, but it's not quite clear if that's actually truthful. Right. I will say I've seen some. I've seen, and for some reason, this happens. This tends to happen with women where some guy will get fucking apoplectic at some woman and then just go after her ad nauseum. You know, right? It doesn't tend to. It's it. I mean, these are just freaks. Either I mean, the internet's full of freaks, so it's going to happen regardless. <laughs> women right. seem to be particularly good fodder for this, which. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's once again, just kind of discussing this drama, which a lot of these people are pretty just fucked up, which the Chrissy Mayer person's a pretty self-centered fucked up person in her own right, you know? Right. Which, uh, it's not like, uh, at the end of the day, it's, uh, sometimes it could be stupid to make a drama out of this, but WTP in and of itself is a genuinely funny and entertaining podcast. And, and you know, people... as, as far as I know, she never really apologized to Carl or WATP for all the shit that she did and all the shit that she said. He's the one that went to her with hat in hand saying, let's make up and be friends after she got her show with, with Anthony Cumia on compound media. But she yeah. never really apologized for anything. Yeah. I mean, if you hear her, I, if you watch the, if you watch the episode where they make fun of her in her stand up, it's brutal. Right. Which uh, once again, it's weird that uh, he has someone making, he has someone making fun of us during John stand up who he's just raked over the coals and made fun of, you know, <laughs> which honestly he's made hit a lot of good points about her stand up. And uh, I guess we said this before, but uh, she is not a funny stand up at all. Can I say this? And I know that a lot of people hate it when I say this. Women are not funny. They're just not. Stand, I've never seen a stand up female comedian that I thought was all that funny. And I, I'm not the only one that feels that way. There's plenty of stand-up comedians that feel that way. Women are just not funny. They're just not. Yeah. I mean, I can remember watching, uh, I guess the the Stan Comedy Club did a roast thing for a while that was, uh, I think it was done by the Legion of Skanks. And if you heard a woman comedian against another woman comedian, all they were saying is that you're not a funny comedian, which... Uh, I think there was one joke where it was a feminist comedian. <laughs> this is this is a, just a funny aside. I can't remember the woman's name, but uh, I guess she dated someone named Tom Metzger, who's kind of a known stand-up comedian. Tom Metzger and, sounds and familiar. Her, her joke was that, uh, you know, you know, uh, before I met Caitlin, I used to think women aren't funny, but now I think they shouldn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a funny joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, woman. She could, actually that woman can be kind of funny in conversation. She actually is funny on WTP. I haven't seen that many other things that she's funny on, but uh, she's well, a lot of the women. Yeah. They'll sh they'll show up and they'll be kind of goofy, and they show up in a in a pantsuit for the for their comedy routine or their roast, and it, it just comes off as nerdy and stupid, and and a lot of women think. Did you ever see the movie called Stand Up? I don't think so. Tom Hanks and Sally Field and no. Okay, so Sally Field was one of the, a typical female comedian. She thought that saying telling really, saying really vulgar things was 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 funny. That that's how a woman could be funny. It's just like saying really really disgusting vulgar things, and none of it was funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> none of it was funny it was brutal it was fucking brutal and she talked Tom Hanks into trying to help her be a better stand up comedian that's pretty funny yeah what's his name from Roseanne once played her husband um, 
Fuck, I can't think of his name. <clears throat> Big guy. Uh, yeah, oh, Goodman? Yeah, John Goodman. He played her husband, and there was a bunch of other comedians and stuff in it, but yeah, it just wasn't funny. <laughs> her saying dirty shit was not funny. Yeah. I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything else. Like, I guess this is just kind of a state of the union on WTP or a kind of stance on it, which uh, I would still probably describe it as. I mean, it's obviously comedy, so it's just easier to listen to than a lot of, uh, I guess, more serious stuff. But it's still probably my favorite podcast <laughs> right now, which uh, I haven't went back in all the archives like you have. But uh, but uh, I still watch all, all the all the episodes from start to finish pretty much. I'm telling you, you got to check out Revenge of the Sis. I'm aware of it. I just watched the... <laughs> I was going to say, coincidentally enough, I got... Or I guess, speaking of another person, I guess somebody made an internet documentary on Kevin Brennan that I found interesting. And then I watched the another one where they made fun of the main guy out there, which uh, I've, I've... Before I watched him, I watched Revenge of the Sis, and it was funny, but uh, yeah. you after watching that documentary, you do have to really question that guy's character. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't care less about people's character. I'm only interested in if they're funny. Yeah, I understand. Which, uh, yeah, that guy's definitely funny. There are definitely some problems if if the things that they were accusing him of, like trying to cancel people, are actually true, or trying to get really fuck up people. But uh, yeah, that that is a fairly funny podcast. I will admit. But uh, yep, I think they're saying they're part of their opening line is, is saving the world one dick joke at a time. One childish dick joke at a time. And I don't know. It comes off. It could be lame, but it was actually really funny. Yeah. It's one of those ones where I discovered it by accident. I have known it better for a little bit longer than you have. But uh, yeah, they can be funny. I'm trying to. I think we've probably made all the points uh, (laughs) that we wanted to make about Chad Zumok. I think so. I think so. I know he was in Cleveland for a while as a DJ. I know he took over Maxwell's spot in the in the afternoons because Maxwell was a, a a drive an afternoon drive time DJ, and he took over his spot. And apparently, he was upset that Maxwell treated him like shit when he was trying to be an up and you know up and coming comedian. And so that's his gripe with Maxwell. But he had so many gripes and so many deep seated gripes. That he completely ruined the fucking show. Yeah, that's kind of. Funny. I've never, I've never seen anybody ruin an episode of of Who Are These Podcasts. But he actually ruined the show. <laughs> like holy yeah. shit, this guy's got issues. Yeah, which um, I'm just wondering. Actually, I just kind of thought about this: if the episodes, if they can somehow make it work, or I guess I don't know, keep doing it, or be satisfied enough to where they actually don't make fun of his podcast whatsoever, which is what they're supposed to do, but just make fun of him uh, via people's accounts and uh, people's accounts of the shit he's done in his standup, which I think is pretty stupid at, at a certain point, but maybe they can make it work. But uh, it ultimately defeats the purpose and that if you're not really a bad podcaster, then you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be the object of ridicule for these people. So I'm going to make a prediction. I predict that, as much as I like WATP and Carl, I predict I predict that by 2000, uh, 2025, that uh, he's back to the way he was when he he's 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 back to the he goes into the uh, 
you know, the no one cares, nobody listens pile. The way he started out with at the beginning. I think he's got maybe another three more years of this. Are you talking about Carl where he's ultimately just going to peter out? Yes. Carl and WATP will just eventually just peter out. It'll just eventually just run its course. That could be. I mean, I mean, internet trolling things tend to be pretty ephemeral. You know, it's or you're just going to get bogged down in something. So you're going to get dogged by something that's going to totally fuck you up, which I mean, given that I think he's somewhat, uh, uh, I guess, avoided that or been impervious to that in that he actually is kind of a white collar guy that's actually done real things in his life. And, right. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, he's a really good uh, musician. I'll give him that. Yeah. A couple of episodes back, he didn't do any trolling of anybody. He just played a bunch of music. I mean, he he played some music of uh, Patty Seacups and made fun of that. But, but like, he played a lot of his old stuff from the 90s, and early 2000s. And he's actually pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Not just a musician, but a, a fairly decent singer. Not a great singer, but fairly decent. Yeah. Well, I was starting to listen to uh, Ween again, or I guess he really likes Ween, and I was kind of re-listening to a bunch of Ween, and I forgot how much I like them. <laughs> but uh, I guess because Chad Zumok tried to make fun of him and said that he liked Weezer and confused Weezer with Ween. But uh, yeah, I I don't really, I never really listened to his music. I don't know if it sounds that great. I think he's, I imagine he's probably a pretty good guitarist because he's actually opened up for a decent-sized band. So I imagine yeah. probably musically musically a pretty he's probably an adept musician i think he plays guitar yeah yep yeah all a lot of those guys that are co-hosts are members of his old band or different bands he's been a part of in the past right so croge and and andy and the various other people right uh producer chris i think he's currently in a band with him yeah, I think so. I think some of them are still in a band with him. Yeah. Oh, I think, uh, I think we probably said everything we need to say. I think so. I think I'm. 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 I'm spent. I'm done. I'm totally done. Um, we went well over an hour, so we're good. I, I like to. Uh, maybe it's just me being uh, silly, but I like to at least try to go over an hour with every episode. Me too. I can't tell if it's an OCD thing. I think it is. They said the sweet spot for for new episode, new uh, podcast is forty minutes, but nah, I, I like over an hour. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. So that being said, this has been the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I've been joined by my co-host, Brighter Later, as always, and or as usual, and we drop a podcast. Monday through Friday, in other words, Sunday night going into Monday morning after 12.01 a.m. Monday morning. Uh, and it goes all the way to, you know, Thursday night into Friday morning after 12.01 a.m. Friday morning. And uh, that's obvious that's Eastern Standard Time or New York City time, however you prefer it. And they last anywhere from an hour to two hours to three hours, all depending on the topic we're discussing and the person that we're interviewing. We do, we've done a lot of interviews. Um, the very famous and the very not so famous and everybody in between. 
And so we try to give you the best possible content from a, from a conservative atheist perspective. And uh, I think we do a fairly decent job. We also have a Patreon where you can see a bonus material of video podcasts. And those video podcasts are up and they will, you know, you get, you get uh, perks, you get merchandise, you get all sorts of things. And, uh, the, the tiers start at $5 an hour and go $5 an hour. I wish $5 a month and go up from there. So basically pennies a day. And uh, I think it's well worth it. It helps us continue to, to produce this material and it's much appreciated. It's more appreciated than I can even put into words. So the link to that will be in every single podcast episode in the description. And so be on the lookout for that. All right. This has been the conservative atheist podcast. Thanks for listening. One last thing. Tonight, when you're laying flat on your back in the dark, staring up at the ceiling, drifting off into sleep, I want you to repeat this mantra over and over and over again. Conservative atheist is always right. 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 And in the morning when you wake up, you'll feel like a refreshed, renewed person. The, the sun will shine brighter. The air will feel crisper. The flowers will smell sweeter. And the birds will sing your name. And all will be right with the world. And if not, maybe you've got your head up your ass like, Chad Zumach. All right, you knuckleheads. We'll talk to you next time.